Matthew chapter 20, verse 20. <clears throat> then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children. You remember who Zebedee's children are, right? John and James. John and James. Then came to him but the mother of Zebedee's children with her sons, worshiping him and desiring a certain thing of him. And he said unto her, What wilt thou? She said unto him, Grant that these my two sons may sit, the one on thy right hand and the other on thy left in thy kingdom. But Jesus answered and said, You know not what, what you ask. Are ye able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of and to be baptized with baptism that I am baptized with? They said unto him, We are able. And he said unto them, You shall drink indeed of my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them to whom it is prepared of my father. Let's read another passage, if we may. Let's go over to <clears throat> the book of 1 Kings. 1 Kings chapter 2. 1 Kings chapter 2. And, and in 1 Kings chapter 2, you're going to find another petition uh, that, um, that is uh, teaching us this principle, 1 Kings chapter 2, and I'm going to start with verse 20. Let me back up a little. I will get to verse 20. Um, verse 13. 13. 1 Kings 2 verse 13. And Adonijah, the son of Haggith came to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, and she said, Comest thou peacefully? He said, Peacefully. He said, Moreover, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And she said, Say on. And he said, Thou knowest that the kingdom was mine, and that all of Israel set their faces on me, that I shall reign, howbeit the kingdom is turned about and is become my brother's. For it was from the Lord, his from the Lord. And now I ask one petition of thee, deny me not. And she said unto him, say on. And he said, speak, I pray thee unto Solomon, the king, for he will not say nay to thee, that he gave me Abishag, the Shunammite, to wife. And Bathsheba said, well, I will speak for thee unto the king. Bathsheba therefore went unto King Solomon to speak unto him for Adonijah. And the king rose up to meet her and bowed himself unto her and sat down on his throne and caused a seat to be set for the king's mother. And she sat on his right hand. Then she said, I desire one small petition of thee, I pray thee. Say me not nay. And the king said unto her, Ask on, my mother, for I will not say thee nay. And she said, Let Abishag the Shunammite be given to Adonijah thy brother to wife. And King Solomon answered and said unto his mother, And why dost thou ask Abishag the Shunammite for Adonijah? Ask for him the kingdom also, for he is mine elder brother, even for him and for Abiathar the priest, and for Joab the son of Zeruiah. Then King Solomon swore to the Lord, saying, 
God do so to me, and more so if Adonijah have not spoken this word against his own life. Now therefore, as the Lord liveth, which had established me and set me on the throne of David my father, and what made me a house, as he promised, Adonijah shall be put to death this day. And King Solomon sent by the hand of Abinaya, the son of Joara, and he fell upon him that he died. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Father, for your word this morning. I pray your anointing be strong in Oscar this morning, that your word would penetrate our hearts, Father. And Father, would help us to grow in your word, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, para los que no entendieron el, el, el teléfono, pónganlo en silencio. Uh, <clears throat> so, in this petition right here, you, you have James and his brother John. I don't know, what do you guys think? Did they chicken out? Why did they call on their mother? It wasn't like they were children, they were young, but they were not children. They went to their mother and they said, could you ask Jesus, actually the one we live with and breathe with and eat with and sleep in the same places where he sleeps, could you ask him? They asked their mother. Well, <clears throat> there is something about intercession. And I do believe that, that there are certain groups that have taken this to another place where you call on dead people to intercede for you in front of God. That, in my opinion, is not biblical. But it is biblical to have intercessors. It is biblical to go to people who are closer to the person or to God for you to get something. They asked their mother, one, because probably they were chickening out, they didn't want to confront their all other 10 guys because they knew they were going to get mad and they did get mad. So they must have thought, well, maybe if my mom asked for it. <clears throat> the second thing is their mother was very close to Jesus. She was one of the followers, says Luke, who went every place with them. And she was a woman of beings. Therefore, she was from her substance. She was helping to minister and to keep things going. She was one of the donors, and they do have a little bit of influence. So they went to her. And she comes up and she asks for them. Now, the other apostles, the other evangelists that wrote will tell us James said it, John said it, but this being more careful, tell them, well, they did, but they did it through their mother. Now what? Some things you can learn right there, right away. Because the other thing that happened, happened in the Old Testament. Adonijah had been deposed when he was trying to make himself a king, when God had not called him to be a king. And by the skin of his teeth had delivered his life. But now he goes to Solomon's mother and says, I need to ask you a small little thing. It was a small thing in his eyes. I want that girl for wife, the one who used to be the former wife of the king, my father. That's the one. Just ask, it's just a small thing. Now why will he go to the mother? Same principle. Especially boys, they listen to their mom. I don't know why we do that. I do that with my own mother. There are things I don't wanna do, but if she asks, I will do it. 
Also, mothers, to them, you never grow up. My mom keeps asking if I've eaten. I said, Mother, do I look to you like I don't eat? She's like, but you haven't eaten today. And they have a funny way of doing it. They feed you these big old meals. They say, you're getting a little fat. I said, Mom, cause and effect. Cause and effect. But people know when you have that closeness. And so this king goes to the mother. This guy, the son of David, goes to the mother. Ask yourself why he did not go to David. Now David is gone. But he could have in that whole process understood. Why did he not go to a counselor? Why did he not go directly to his brother? Why did not they are asking for something that is big and they are asking for something that is dangerous. So they are going to an intercessor. Some things you learn here. And both of these occasions, the subject that they were asking about said no. And in both of these occasions, they had said yes in the beginning. Because both mothers approached. In this sense, the mother of John and James came up and said, Jesus, will you give me whatever I ask? What a big ask. Jesus said, well, tell me what you want. He didn't give him a blanket statement, whatever you want. Why will he not do that? Because we ask sometimes for things that we don't need. So, in fact, James says that sometimes we ask things for things that kill us. Sometimes God's answer is mercy when he says, no, you can't have that. I remember the most, you know, there was a young girl that I grew up with that all of the guys in the church thought, this is the girl. You know that girl, right? At the church or in the meetings. You know, she played the piano, she sang, and, and all the guys were making, you know, I already had the posters about how we're going to be ministering, ministering, traveling ministers and all that other stuff. And so there was this whole flock of guys who wanted to marry this girl. And I remember that whole deal. And I remember that one of them ended up marrying her and the girl was a mess. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> but they woke up oh you know Jesus said okay what do you want and the, the, the lady the mother the intercessor she says you know one will sit on your right the other one will sit on your left the boys are just there going, yeah, whatever she said whatever she said and Jesus says you don't even know what you're asking for Solomon sees his mother coming in the Old Testament, and he, he sits, he puts a throne beside, he loves this woman. And she says, I'm going to ask you a small thing, don't deny it from me. And he, that's a son, he says, whatever, mom, I mean, whatever you want, what do you want? And then she drops a bomb on his lap. She, she says, hey, you know, your brother, you know, Adonai, that guy that was trying to kill us the other day, him, he wants to marry the former you know, wife of your dad. And Solomon says, not only no, I'm going to kill that guy. Lessons here. First of all, it is good to find people who are close to Jesus so that they will be intercessors for you. Amen. Let me say it again. Don't look for the people who do not know Jesus, do not have a prayer life, yeah. do not know how to get a hold of God. It's a waste of time. Amen. But there are men and women that know how to get out the, uh, to the heart of God and they're usually not even preachers. 
Sometimes preachers are too busy. But there are a bunch of people who sit in our churches who are wonderful people who are go to the heart of God and they know how to. I remember an old lady that was, you know, in our church that I mean, she was effective. I would walk her up around. I wouldn't even ask her, I said, son, what do you need? I'd be like, you know, uh, I, I have a problem. And she's like, I'll go to Jesus. And it, it was always like, always came through. I was like, this lady, she has the heart of God. That I know what James and John were doing. They were looking for that touch from God. It is good to go to people who know how to get a hold of God. There are churches who know how to get a hold of God. And there are churches who do not know. There are entire denominations who do not know how to pray. Prayer is kind of like, well, God, thank you for the food. And because I haven't died in an accident. Let's go. Well, those are not intercessors. They're not going to groan and, and fight for you and be all this other stuff. They're not going to do that. So there is a principle here. Find the people who are close to the heart of God. Find them and ask them to move the mountains for you in God. Praise the Lord. I had an in, an, a, a, a family that were intercessors for me for a, for a season. And they were powerful as praying people. They sensed, they felt, they prayed. They did wonderful things. And then they had some kind of fallout with some pastor. And they kind of got cold. And I could tell in my ministry how the anointing and the touch and the team was getting affected. I did not even know what was happening. And I went... And as I was praying, and I called these families, and no, it's been a while since we were able to intercede because we're struggling ourselves. See, I know the power of this intercession. Point number two, that you need to learn in that, in that, in that whole process. No matter how wonderful the intercessor is, if the petition is wrong, it will be no. Let me say no. it again. No matter how wonderful the, the intercessor is, if the, if the answer is no, it's going to be no. This is, these are three big names in Jesus' name. This is John, who's really close to the master, who leans upon him. This is James, who's going to be the first martyr among the twelve. This is his mother, who's sustaining the ministry. These three are close to the heart of Jesus. And Jesus still says, you don't know what you're asking for. It's not even for me to give you that. Are you going to drink of this cup? See, there are certain things that are not about an intercessor, about what you're asking for. Get it right in what you're asking for. Delight thyself in the Lord and he will give you the petition of your heart. That, all, that doesn't mean he'll give you whatever you want. It means if you delight on the Lord, you'll learn what to ask. Let me say it again. Delight thyself in the Lord and he will give you the petitions of your heart. What does that mean? When you, be, when you learn how to delight yourself in the Lord, that something is going to happen. Your, the way you ask and the petitions of your heart will be shifted and changed in such a way that they will match to what God wants and he will answer it. Yeah. Adonai, I find the right intercession, the mother and, and Sol, Sol, Solomon has said, I'll give you whatever you want. And yet when he asked, he said, nah, I know what he's asking. He's trying to take the kingdom. He's dying today. You know what the answer was to that petition? Death. No matter what the intercessor is, get it right in what you're asking for. Please don't go to an intercessor and ask him for something. Well, I want the Petronila. You know, that's the girl that I want to marry. Well, she's married already. Well, no, I want her. Ask for her. Well, I mean, we can't do that. 
We can't go against the Bible. We can't go about against the thing that God desires. Get the petition right. 13, and I'll finish right here. In the process of asking for God, understand something. When God says no, you need to, you need to say, God, okay, it's no. And in the process of asking for God, the whole deal of, of, of what it is, understand that God has the power. Now, here I got to give you a positive. Somebody approached Jesus' mother and said they have no wine. Why didn't they go to him? I don't know. But they, she came over and said, they have no wine. And you remember where, where Jesus answered that. He says, you know, what, what I have with you, woman, is not my time yet, but that's his mother. That's why you do it. And he says, okay. And he turned water into wine. That is why you go to the people who are close to his heart. Because they can, they can get things done. And it is a beautiful passage of the power of God in that day. So intercessors are a wonderful thing, but you have to give them something to work with. Make your heart right and your mind and what you're asking for so that you don't waste somebody else's time with a petition that is not from God. God bless you. Amen. Good word. Thank the Lord. Well, let's get in our family circle. Thank you.